Let every heart sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, I want to Be my strength. Come now in my weakness. Be my strength. Oh, in my I hear, yeah, yeah, my recall, leave me not to walk alone, leave me not to Spirit go with us. The Spirit go with me. Yeah. 
Shout, he is keeping me right. Amen. Amen. From the book of Isaiah. <clears throat> Isaiah chapter that you find there and a highway shall be there and a way and it shall be called the way of holiness the unclean shall not pass over it but it shall be for those the wayfaring men Though fools shall not err therein. Amen. And a highway shall be there. And that's what I want to just take it right out of the book. That's what I want to talk about. And a highway shall be there. Those of us who live right now, we have the privilege and we have the distinction of being post-resurrection saints. All that means is that you and I have the privilege of basing our faith on stuff that already happened. We are post-resurrection saints. We have the distinction and the pleasure of speaking on this side of the cross while there were other saints on the other side who didn't have the stories that we have. Are y'all hearing this? We have the privilege of, of basing our faith on what has already come to pass. A savior that has already been born. A savior that has already shown up on this earth. A savior that already lived a sinless life. A savior that already died on the cross, a savior that already got up from the grave with all power in his hand. Our faith 
is based on what we read and what we study about what has already happened. But can you imagine how much more faith it took to be a believer before Calvary? Can you imagine how much faith you have to have to believe even before Jesus came that God is making a way for us to get back to him? Can you imagine what it must have been to be a believer before Calvary? The Old Testament prophets, the Old Testament prophets, they had to carry this same message that we carry, a message of hope to a world that was in the dark. And, 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 and uh, they, they were trying to carry this message about how man was to get back to God. They knew that sin had separated man from God, but really they had no idea how that relationship was going to be restored. They just knew that God said he would. Are y'all hearing me? They just knew God sent the prophets to assure the people that I've got a plan. Got a plan of redemption. I've got a plan of how to get my people back, although they have been lost to sin. And these Old Testament prophets, these Old Testament prophets, they, they used illustrations and they, they painted pictures with their words. They were, did the best they could, yeah, according to what they received from God to help the people understand that we are not lost. Yes, we've fallen away from God. Sin has separated us from God, but God has a plan. God will get his people back to him. And that, my brothers and sisters, is what this prophet Isaiah is doing. He's painting a picture and trying to help the people to understand that God has made a way, that God has a plan. I know that man is falling into sin. He's falling away from God. But he's painting a picture that says God has a plan for his people to get back to him. This is a promise spoken by his prophet Isaiah. You remember the prophet Isaiah who is the one who was called when the, in the year that King Uzziah died. Bible says that when King Uzziah died, he, he saw a vision. And that vision seemed to have set the, the theme for his whole ministry. He saw God high and lifted up. He saw God in all of his holiness. And it seemed like that theme followed him throughout his whole ministry. He spent his whole ministry talking about God in his holiness. What is holiness? Let me share with you, first of all, holiness is not an act. Holiness is not a denomination. Holiness is a lifestyle. It's the way we must live, not the way we choose to live. It's the way that we must live if we want to. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, it, is, it, 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 it is the way that we must live. It's the only possible way. Only, yeah. and, and then the other thing is you have to understand that to live holy, to live that life, is only possible by the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't live holy on your own. There's nothing inside of you that will live holy on your own. We can only do it under the guidance. You got to have the Holy Ghost. That's what the old folk, you got to have the Holy Spirit living in you. If there's anything holy about you, if there's anything holy about you, it is because you have submitted your life to the guidance of the Holy Ghost. When I accept Jesus, I am committing myself to a life of holiness. 
We got to get this thing right. We ain't just joining the church. No, 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 no. When I hook up with Jesus, I am committing myself to live like he lives. Committing myself to live a holy life. Amazingly enough, the book of Isaiah is like a miniature Bible. The Bible has 66 books. Isaiah has 66 chapters. The Old Testament, the first 39 books, and like the, the first 39 chapters of Isaiah, they are filled with God's judgments and yeah, and, and talking about how mankind has gone astray. But then the last 27 books of the Bible, just like the last 27 chapters in Isaiah, they declare a message of hope. Talk about the coming of a Messiah. Nowhere else in the Old Testament do we get such a clear view of the grace of God. Isaiah pointed out to the people the consequences of walking contrary to God's will. He talked to them about that impending captivity and that, yeah, their sins were ultimately going to leave them in, lead them into captivity. How? Because of their sins and their straying away from God, they were going to find themselves in bondage because of their sins against God. That's the Old Testament part. That's, that's the first, those first books. But then he got around to the last of his writings and he got around to the New Testament message of redemption in those last 27 chapters. He, he talks to them that God would not leave them in this strange place of separation. Aren't you glad that God is not satisfied being separated from us? Aren't you glad that we have a God who, who does not want to be separated from his people? Now, here is why I know that he was a prophet called by God. Because as he speaks to the people of that day, assuring them that although they would find themselves in bondage because of their sin. But at the same time, he's speaking to us right now. That's a prophet. He was talking to them. But if you read what he's saying, he's talking to you and me right now. And the message to us right now is just as clear and just as powerful as it was then. Listen at him saying to people who are lost, who have lost their way. He's talking to people who have found themselves in the bondage of sin, that there is no need to despair because God has a plan. Mind you now, he is a prophet who is painting a picture to a people that have strayed away from God. He's painting a picture to a people finding themselves in bondage because of their sins. But then he also points out to them that God has a plan to bring you out of bondage. I wonder if you can see the gospel message here. You're in a mess, but God's got a plan to bring you out. That's, that's the good news right there. He, your, your life is falling apart, but God has a plan to turn it all around. That's what we call the good news, the statement of promise to a people who had all but lost their trust in the almighty God. He's making promises to a people who had all but lost their way and and, 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 and now they're in this unfriendly world and they find themselves stumbling around in darkness wondering if they will ever find their way back to God. Their faith had brought them to a point of belief in the almighty God that one day he would, he would be, yeah, they, they were going to be in his presence. They believed that. They 
even the Old Testament saints, they knew they had a belief that somehow we're going to be back in his presence. Hebrews says it was, they, they believed it. They, they, they were getting ideas of, of this thing is going to be over after a while and that we're going to be back with God. But Hebrews says it was sort of like a shadow. They, they didn't know details. They just sort of had some kind of feeling that God loved them enough that he was not going to let them get away. It, it was sort of like a shadow. In the words of the Apostle Paul, they were seeing through a glass darkly. They could sort of see it, but they couldn't get a clear understanding of how God was going to bring them back to him. Hebrew 11 tells us further that these all died in faith, having never received the promise. But although they had not received the promise, although they didn't know how, they saw it a fall. And they embraced it. They knew that some way and somehow there's got to be something better than this. Anybody want to shout? That's a good thing right there. Don't, aren't you glad that there got to be something better than this? When I look at what's going on in the world right now, every day it looks like things are falling apart. Something in me said that got to be something better. Y'all hear me? There's got to be something better than this. Prophet Isaiah came with this message to assure them that God had a plan from the very beginning as to how we would get back to him. And here's where I want to get to right here. Here's where I want to get to right here. This is Old Testament writing and a highway shall be there. Y'all hear me? A highway shall be there and the way and it shall be called the way of holiness. You know how we're going to get back to God? You know what the Old Testament saint would be in? Yeah, yeah, a highway. That will be a way. That is a way. That we, a highway shall be there. It should be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. But it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, those fools shall not air thy Let me break that down for you. You ain't going to heaven by accident. You ain't going to just stumble. Are y'all hearing me? There it is. God's promise, even to those Old Testament saints, that he had a plan and he had a way for his own to get back to him. He is, he is promising them that a highway from a highway that was going to carry them back from the place of sin and separation to where he is. When you think about it, when you really think about it, it's an amazing prophecy because we're talking about Bible times. We're talking about a day when of pig trails and dirt paths. Y'all hear me? We're talking about a day when, when, when that, 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 what that, that they hadn't even talked about, hadn't even started talking about highways and byways. This is a day of dirt paths and peak trails. But Isaiah is talking about a highway. I know we live in a day when we take highways for granted. We take highways for granted. But those of us who've been around here a while, 71 years like Reverend Barnett. <laughs> you know, those of us who've been around here for a while, you, you remember when you had to travel before the highway system was developed? Anybody remember? Anybody remember trying to get from place to place before there was a interstate highway? You remember how we used to have to travel on back roads, unpaved roads, having to go through every little town. We would leave Gainesville going to Atlanta. We had to go through 10 cities. 
We had to go through 10 little towns to get from Gainesville to Atlanta. Anybody remember all that? I remember how we, we used to have to pack food in the trunk to come to Atlanta. Are y'all hearing me? We had to pack food in the trunk to come to Atlanta. But then all at once, there was I-85. And then there was 985. Are y'all hearing me? And, and all at once, Atlanta didn't seem so far. <laughs> now let me remind you something. Let me remind you something. Atlanta didn't move. <laughs> Atlanta is still in the same place. But I wonder if I got a witness here that a highway makes the difference. And the highway shall be there. Well, I got you right there. Well, I got you right there. Let me submit to you that heaven hadn't moved. Heaven is in the same place. But having a highway makes the difference. And the word says that a highway shall be there. And my brothers and my sisters, that's a promise that is still good right now. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, unlike those Old Testament saints, we've seen that prophecy and we've seen that promise come to pass. Y'all ain't hearing me. We, we, we are living in a time when we have seen the promise come to pass. We have seen a way that will lead us from earth to glory. A highway shall be there. Let me paint a picture for you. Let me show you where the highway is. You and I, we are post-resurrection saying, I hear the highway talking. Y'all ain't hearing me. I hear the highway talking. Don't you hear Jesus saying in John 14, I am the way. Are y'all hearing this? He says, I am the, that your highway right there. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father except by me. That's your highway right there. You see, sin in the Garden of Eden separated man from God. Caused him to lose his way back to God. But now you're beginning to understand how Jesus came. Jesus went to Calvary. And in going to Calvary, he paved the way for man to get back to God. Oh, yes, a highway shall be there. Jesus made a way on Calvary. When he suffered, when he bled, and when he died. But then he sealed the deal when he got up from the grave. When he got up from the grave early Sunday morning with all power in his hands. Yes, my brothers and sisters, Jesus is that highway. Jesus is that highway that God promised. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus is the highway. He's the highway that Jeremiah talked about that will carry you and me from earth to glory. Are y'all hearing me? I know that this picture is painted in our minds that we get on the highway once we die. And once we die, we get on the highway to heaven. But let me tell you, the truth is, if you wait till you die, it's too late. Y'all ain't hearing me. I say if you wait till you die to get on the highway to heaven, you're waiting too late. The truth is the moment I say I believe, the moment I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life, that begins my journey on the highway to heaven. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And the reason why you got to accept Jesus Christ is uh, the holiness highway has uh, restricted travel. Yeah. It's right there in the book. Yeah. The holiness highway has restricted 
travel. Yes, uh, it says uh, the unclean shall not pass over it. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yes, it's only for those who have been washed uh, in the blood of the Lamb. Yeah. This is a highway uh, that is reserved uh, for those who have been redeemed. Uh, and I don't know about anybody else, uh, but I'm glad, uh, I'm glad uh, that I can say beyond the shadow of a doubt uh, that I uh, am redeemed. Yeah, I'm bought uh, with a price. Uh, Jesus. Has changed my whole life. And if anybody asks you, yes, just who I am, tell them that I am redeemed. Yes, are there any redeemed? folk in the house is there anybody here that he picked you up turned you around planted your feet on solid ground yes yes i'm glad i'm glad i know him i'm glad that he made a way one friday out on an old rugged cross suffered bled and died, laid him in a bowery tomb. But early Sunday morning, he got up, yes, with all power, all power in his hands. And the highway shall be there. You ought to thank God that through his son, he made a way for you and I to get back to him. All of us lost and could not find our way back. But thank God for the highway, the highway to heaven. My mom taught us when we were just little children sitting around the house and mama taught us this little song says a highway to heaven none can walk up there but the pure in heart it's a highway it's a highway to heaven and every day i'm walking i'm walking up the king's highway we don't sing like that no more <laughs> amen we got I thank God for where we are now, but I thank God for where we've come from. If you're not walking, <laughs> start while I'm talking. Walking up the King's Highway, there's joy in knowing that with him I'm going. Walking <laughs> up the King's Highway. Don't have to worry. Don't have to hurry. Walking up the King's Highway. There's joy in knowing that with him I'm going. Walking up. Anybody old enough to remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's just give it a shot. Let's. It's a highway to heaven. None can walk up there. But the pure in heart, it's a highway to heaven. I am walking up the king's highway. Come on here. Oh, it's a highway to heaven. Oh, none can walk up there. It's a highway to heaven. I am walking up the king's highway. If you're not walking, if you're not walking, stop while I'm talking. Walking up the king's highway. Christ walks beside you, walks beside you, 
angels to guide you Walking up the King's Highway Oh, it's a highway to heaven Oh, none can walk up there Yeah, but the pure in heart Oh, it's a highway to heaven Oh, I am walking up the King's Highway don't have to worry, don't have to hurry, walking up the King's Highway. There's joy in knowing, with Him I'm going, walking up the King's Highway. Oh, it's a high. Oh, but the pure in heart, it's a highway to heaven. I am walking up the King's Highway. Oh, it's a highway to heaven. Oh, none can walk up there. rest on your feet in the building for those who are virtual this is yeah, yeah. the invitation to discipleship the Lord has spoken on this morning that there is a way of salvation and that way of salvation is in the Lord Jesus Christ Jesus said it himself I am the way the truth and the life if any man comes to the Father, he must do it through me. So we invite you on this morning, not only in the building, to walk the King's Highway, walk the way of holiness. It's not about being holy, it's about believing in Him and He will make you holy. Amen. Come on right now, come on. Walking up the King. Come on, somebody. Way to heaven. None can walk up there but the pure. Oh, it's a high. Come on, somebody. Highway to heaven. Oh, I am walking. Let us pray. Lord, we come thanking you on today. Thanking you that you have made the way straight for us. That our lives were filled with crooked paths. But we serve a God who came and blazed a trail for us. He, he came born of a virgin. He came and lived a sinless life. He came raising the dead and healing the sick and opening blind eyes. He came to give that very life. Laid it down one Friday, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power. He has made the way which is straight. Now, Lord, we pray for those who do not know the way. For Thomas even said, Lord, we don't know the way, but you told him that I am the way, the truth, and the life, that any man that will come to the Father, he must do it through Jesus. Lord, we invite those who don't know who Jesus is to come right now. For Lord, we must tell you all of our trials for we cannot bear these burdens alone for in our distress, you kindly will help us. Jesus ever loves and cares for his own. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Now for those who don't know, Lord, we ask that you would open the heart of those and let them receive you. For those who are struggling in this life, let them know I am still there for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, still yeah. here to guide oh, and direct yeah, you. Yeah, still yeah. here to lead you on this straight path. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. 
It is in the mighty and master's name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen. Oh, yellow, yellow. Walking up the king. Oh, it's a highway to the Lord in his house. Why don't we just bless the Lord in his house? We thank God for making a way. Making a way for us to find ourselves back in his presence. How we shall how we shall be there. Let me just thank all of you for your presence. Thank you for coming to the house of prayer. We realize that we're still limited. We realize that only so many of us can come. But I do want to thank you who are in our presence, but I also want to thank those of you who are at home. And thank you for your continual support of the ministry and all that you do to keep things moving right along. So we just thank God for those here and those who are watching us virtually this is a wonderful time this is just a wonderful time and it's a time of learning for the church uh, I, I was uh, we had a wonderful revival this weekend the light just came on in so many areas in my head of how our commission is to go into all of the world and uh, the truth of the matter is, although that's our commission and that's what we've been told to do, to go into all the world, we really wasn't doing that good of a job of it up until now. <laughs> now we're on the world wide web. <laughs> God has a way, doesn't he? <laughs> he has a way of, of, of helping you to do what it is you should have been doing all of the time. Uh, let me just share with you that these books are available. The word for today, for the next quarter, they are available. And you all do know what we do with these. These are uh, printed uh, right from Salem, right out of uh, information from the Salem Church and it has information about our church in it. But it also has a word for each day. And um, what we admonish everybody to do, I don't know if we have them in here, but... As normal, we can stop by the office or you can call and request. The only request is that uh, we'll give them to you for whatever donation that you will offer for them. You can get as many as you want. You just can't get one. You have to get at least two. You get any at all, you have to get at least because you have to share. So these are to share. Please make a donation. They're in for the quarter. Please make that donation, pick up these books, and pass them out in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood, on your job, everywhere you go. Just make sure people get, uh, people have an opportunity to know about your, your Savior. On Saturday, October 28th, uh, Walgreens, I understand, will be returning, and they will be uh, doing the second shot uh, for those who had their shots the er earlier in the month. They'll be back on the, on the 28th uh, to do the second vaccination. Uh, and uh, uh, for those who are compromised, those who may have some health issues, they will also be giving out the third uh, vaccination uh, for those who would like to come and who wants to, wants to get the third vaccination. Uh, according to what I have here, uh, you can schedule an appointment, but they will accept 
walk-ins on that day. Now, am I clear that they won't be doing the first shot? They'll just only be doing the second? They'll only, this is for the second shot, those who've already uh, come to get the first. I want to be in prayer for uh, Sister Geraldine Frazier, uh, whose brother passed away, and we just want to just remember her and Brother Frazier. Uh, in our prayers, we're so happy to see the Adams in the house. Uh, they've gone through a period of bereavement, and he lost a daughter and I think an aunt, all in the same week. But they're in the house today. They're in church. So we just continue to pray that God will continue to strengthen. So glad to see you in the house. So glad to see you in the house of, of worship. If there are those who are here and things are so different now and sometimes we, we're still adjusting to how, if there are those who desire to become part of this church, who desire to be, a, be members of this church, or who desire to accept Jesus Christ, right outside those doors we have what's called the welcome table. The welcome table. So after the service is over, uh, if you are, or even if you're visiting and just want to find more information about Salem, uh, after the service is over, you can go through those doors there. There's a welcome table there. If you desire to become a part of this church, uh, you can do that there at the table. And if you desire, uh, uh, as a visitor, just to get information about who we are, you can get that there at the welcome table. Amen? Amen. Tithe and offering can be given on the way out. The receptacle is right on the side over there. And we thank God for those who give uh, here and for those who are giving virtually, we thank you for being faithful uh, in your stewardship. Reverend Williams, thank you so much. You're such a blessing. And Sister Williams, so good to have y'all in the house always. Y'all bless the Lord. Amen. Reverend Bush is away today. He's helping somebody else. He's helping somebody. And we're always available to help do what we can. But thank God that the helper got some help. We're so happy that you all are here with us. Again, we say Reverend, to Reverend Barnett, happy birthday. Amen, Reverend Barnett. Amen. I'm sure he doesn't mind everybody knowing it because he doesn't look at He's 71 years old today. And we thank God. We thank God for him. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer, Brother Jason. Thank you so much. Praise team, thank you so much. We appreciate all of your faithfulness just being in place to lift him higher and higher to those upstairs thank you continually for just being faithful and doing what you do none of this would be possible without technology and we thank God for those who are trained and who continue to keep us connected uh, during this time God be with you till we meet again as always in the spirit of Safety, we're going to all exit on this side. We're going to go out the door and we will fellowship. We'll fellowship outside. Uh, that's in the spirit of, of, of being safe and doing, trying to be in order here. Amen. God be with you. Till we meet again. God, God be with you.
There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.